Hey, it's Paul. And Shamina. And welcome for Head Boss in Charge. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, I st- still feel like I haven't seen you in a long time, even though we intermittently send each other Twitter messages and DMs and text messages and whatnot. True. So how you bossing? No, I'm not doing this. What? How you bossing? How can you say no? Because no is a complete <laughs> sentence. How you bossing? Uh, so um, I am um, bossing all right. I am taking what a 29 year old should never would never take in this in the society called sabbatical. Um, I, for you know, God willing, I was given the privilege to take some time off from work. Yes, I actually resigned from my position, um, from my job, and now I'm just taking some time to uh, heal, meditate, uh, read, do a lot of the things that I normally wouldn't find time for while I'm working um, before I take the next step. And I'm just really glad that I'm doing this now um, because I, I think there's this constant pressure for black folk, for society to just keep going, keep the engine moving and not reward yourself. Um, because but yes, a paycheck is good, but time off is the actual reward because <laughs> that money is slipping away as soon as I pay that bill anyway. But um, I'm doing well uh, and just trying not to feel guilty for having time off, which is a weird feeling. Like two weeks have gone by and I'm just trying to own the fact that this is okay. You have a plan. And you don't need to feel like you have to do something that's related to your professional career. Cool. Well, congrats. Enjoy the time. How you bossing from uh, before? <laughs> uh, let's see. Currently at this moment, I am sleepy. Um, but I am generally bossing pretty well. Things are picking up with work. Um still trying to kind of navigate my way into this new role that I'm in, this new temporary role that I'm in. Um, but it's been pretty good. It's just, it's been real busy and I haven't like. You mean I productive? Yeah, it's been productive, but it's <laughs> been also like, I've been taking some, trying to strategically use my time a little bit differently. Like after mm. work, like I will do like the dinner, workout, hang out with wife, and then like hop on email for maybe like 45 minutes or so, like later in the evening. So I give myself a little bit of distance. And then I catch the things that have come in like in that time that I was off. And then I respond to some things or update stuff, uh, documents, send them off. And then I can, I feel a little bit better logging off. So that it, it doesn't feel like I walk into as much of a mess in mm-hmm. the morning. So. Just trying to think through how to do that and how to sustain that. I am also back into my running in the mornings, uh, which I had kind of laid off a little bit because I wasn't doing any sort of like run routine. Like I wasn't training for anything, but now I'm training for a few things. How long did you take off? I didn't even realize. Um, Probably about a month and a half. That's a lot. Sorry not to be that way, but... um... Extra. Um, no, just because I'm surprised that you, you're so adamant about running. I'm surprised it was that long of a break. Oh, I was still working out three times a week. Um, right, right. And I was still running. So that I, I want to be clear. I'd never actually stopped running, but I was running significantly less. So I was doing yeah. like two miles three times a week. 
in addition to my other my workouts the other days. So it's just two miles is just quick enough for me to get out with the dog, get some fresh air, get some clarity, and but not be exhausted by the time it was over. And that means I can still run in the like after work, um, mm-hmm. and it's still daylight. So I've always I've never actually stopped the actual running. Now I'm just I'm training for something. So my miles have gone up a little bit. Um, well, so yeah, good, good for you. I'm being productive as well, and I'm glad we're both being productive. I try. I'm trying to be very cautious with my word choice. Um, just little things from always saying I'm busy, which when I say it, I feel like I'm being ungrateful for mm. for it and even if it's just a passing thought, that's still something that I'm speaking into existence. So I've been trying to catch myself and also just uh, with my friend community, trying to encourage that behavior too, um, since I know that we're all trying to tackle this life together. So um, words mean things. Well, I'm busy, so thank you. Boston Charge fans. So we had a little bit of a technical difficulty with the beginning of Water Cooler Talk, and we lost about the first 10 minutes of that section. So what you're going to hear is just us jumping right into the topic. Um, This week's topic is superstitions. I grabbed an article from an um, Essence magazine about where superstitions come from culturally within the Black community and how they still persist through time. And we kind of talk about where do they come from, what are they there for, what are some superstitions that we still practice, regardless of whether it's logic or not. So I hope you get what we wanted you to get out of the episode, and enjoy. So for me, um, I do superstitions purely out of comfort. <laughs> so I don't, I usually, I, even though if I don't know why, I do the superstition. I use the superstition as the reason for <laughs> things that I do. Fair. So, um, for example, first thing that comes to mind is we have this thing in the Haitian community. And mind you, I, I will say that I think black American superstitions are a little different than uh, Caribbean ones. Uh, but uh, whenever I have, now I know they're called hangnails. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but when I have hangnails, that's supposed to be a sign of like people being cheap. So if I ever like wonder at the end of the month why I didn't reach my savings goals or my uh, bills or whatever I'm trying to do for the end of the month, I look at my nail. Oh, yeah, okay, these hangnails. That's re- what reason why I'm being too cheap with my money. Um, I have no idea why. So if you have, so let's just hypothetically say I have some hangnails right now. Does that mean I'm loose with my money right now? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying, this is a hypothetical. If I had yeah. hangnails right now, right. I just want to know what that might mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, and thank you. And I can't even make a like a hypothetical or educational guess on like where that comes from. Um, it was somebody's great, great, great somebody or other, and they... There was a reason for it, I'm sure. And somebody could, like, somebody from way back when mm-hmm. could explain it, like, probably seamlessly. And right. you'd be like, damn, 
That makes so much sense. I was thinking, like, or maybe it has, like, maybe if currency wasn't, like, came in a different form, like, maybe it was, like, something that, like, damaged your hands, so maybe you're holding it a lot. Yeah. I don't know, I was, like, thinking of, like, the rough, like, a paper cut, and then it's, like, you should slow down with the, like, as rough <laughs> as you are with this damn money. Right. You're too rough at giving it away, you don't care about it enough. Mm. Um, because if you did, your hands would be gentle, and there would be no hangnails or no ash because you'd be gentle with your money because you're very you're rarely doing anything right, with right. it right i like that, that was, <laughs> that was very much like a perfectly logical you said it like as if you were sure right yeah, like can, somebody can, told me about that. it and so the ancestors just spoke through me so, <laughs> right hey mama, mama. okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, um so okay next question is have you ever let a superstition lead you down a, like a a stupid decision or the wrong path or you just did it and maybe in hindsight you're like fuck like why did I just make a decision off of uh none that I can think of um yeah none that I can think of or not that I've given it any weight if I have like partaken or been a part of a superstition i'm sure i like explained it away like it wasn't the superstition it was this thing over right, here on the right. other side you wouldn't so. let a white person know that but right. <laughs> wow <laughs> i shall no comment that one mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't i can't think of anything to be honest around uh if i if some is i let some get out of hand or let me led me down a foolish decision or something like that and I don't even know if I would admit that, to be honest. Because um, I'm like, I'm going to hold on to the superstition until it literally dies. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I'm going to pass it on to the next person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Let's see. Um, well, oh, well, maybe what would help us even answer this question a little bit more, maybe we should, like, even talk about some superstitions. I was going to ask this later, but look, let's just list some that we've done. So... Um, one for me, kind of, we don't do the black eyed peas, uh, mm-hmm. one, but we, on the new, since we're on the topic of New Year's, on New Year's Day, my mom cooks this, like, pot of soup, like a stew, if you will, and it has, like, like, the main kind of a carb is noodles and yams, and uh, maybe sometimes potatoes, if you can't find yams, and there's a lot of vegetables, sometimes there's Brussels sprouts, there's carrots there's uh uh i guess our version of um uh why am i blanking on it uh collard greens it's not collard greens Mm, but it's like our version of it and like chicken or beef and it's seasoned that like people you know my mom seasons the hell hell out of it and we let it sit in the in the broth so that it's really you know seasoned and it's meant it's like in a pot like (laughs) <laughs> this <way. laughs> the size of a toddler yeah pretty much <laughs> like you could fit a toddler in it and um it's supposed to last like a long ass time like 15 to 30 days and it tastes good like even though i know there's probably some other cultures that have these stews or soups mm-hmm. it is really good like think of it as like the like the ramen of the haitian community mm-hmm. but we only cook it on new year's day um and i think you know my mom i think in the other relatives, they're supposed to like just gather whatever's left in the refrigerator and cook it. Mm-hmm. My mom will go shopping, but I think it's supposed to be like don't leave anything bad in the previous year. Like don't be wasteful, be grateful, mm-hmm. use everything, and let that gratitude usher you into the new year. 
So um, I would eat it for like a week, like willingly and lovingly, and I would get sick of it after seven days usually. Because <laughs> that's but, a long time. Yeah. So um, that's one for me. Um, one for me that I, I very much deal to do, do. Um, don't talk on the phone or turn on the TV while there's thunder and lightning. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> As I dropped my phone. That was mine too. Yeah, you just don't. I'm so glad you You just that sit one. quietly and wait for the Lord to finish his doing what he's going to do. Because you never know if lightning is going to hit your house. <laughs> I'm cracking and up. And I'll be like, it, I'm, thankfully it doesn't rain or thunderstorm very much here, but when it does, I'm like, uh-uh, sit down. Like, we just gonna have to be here with this candle. Um, uh, you gotta make sure your, your phone is juiced up. In the rare event that you actually need to use it and do something on the phone, no, you just sit in quiet. Juiced up. We didn't even have cell phones. <laughs> we were still using that ritual. Um, but no, I still do that. I'm like, no, what you being on the phone for? We don't need to have all these lights on. Oh, this, the lightning's going to track. Everyone's the lightning's going to see the light, and we're gonna, and then oh, we're gonna be over here right. fried like a no. Oh my goodness! So we just gotta hush and sit down. Don't be talking all loud. Right. <laughs> Stay away from the windows. Hello. If you want to get hit, hello. The Lord I'm will like, find you. We gotta sit in the closet somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, that's the one I still do. Oh, I don't gosh. know what it's about at all, but I'm like, I don't want to take the chance. I ain't gonna be the person that's out there being like, I wonder if this me. Nope, it won't be me. And, like, the thing that's so hilarious about it is science, like, obviously you're, you're fine. The safest place to be actually is in your car during a lightning storm. Um, but, I, yeah, we did that same thing. And I had these, like, <laughs> it, I believe, because my mom told it in a way where it was practical. Oh, we don't want to get electrocuted, so we have to do all this. Mm -hmm. So there was this time where I thought I, like, I was testing God. and I Okay, see. <laughs> You're gonna have and to. It was one of those things up. where I saw it was me making up in my head, and I thought it was reality. So like, I turned on the water in the kitchen. <laughs> so like, extra. Thought it, I saw something, but it was just the thunder, not the lightning. Um, but oh gosh, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> just the memories. Just everyone's just sitting quietly in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting and, for it to be over. And you hear my mom just humming some sort of ritual, right. like some uh, old hymn. Negro spiritual. Ne Negro spiritual. Um, another one, it was, uh, you, and I still, I still don't do this, um, go outside with your head wet. Like mm -hmm. if you take a shower and you wash your hair, you don't go outside with your head wet cause you're going to catch a cold. You're going to, you're going to catch the consumption is what my mom says still oh, to this day. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, not true, but I still don't go outside with it with my head wet mm -hmm. at all. Like even if I have for some odd reason gotten into a pool to swim, yeah. the moment that I get out, regardless of how the weather is, I'm like, let me dry my hair so I don't catch a cold out here. <laughs> right. No one I ain't got no cold from having no damn hair wet. But I also have never had my hair wet outside. I will I'll be damned if it's gonna if you the consumption is gonna catch me. God damn, god damn, god damn. So yeah. Um, mine <laughs> and my mom did this to like it's a superstition, but she really just wanted to spook me. Sometimes yeah. she just You're like she took it to me. the next level. Um, is to not play with your shadow or the shadow will come alive and like oh, be no. the devil. Mm. So I did this thing, like I had a nightlight and I would like play with my shadows as a kid and my mom's like, if you play with the shadow, that's that's playing with the devil and the shadow's gonna come alive. Mm -mm. <laughs> I never did that, but that makes sense. You're right. I believe your mom. Oh gosh, that was terrible to tell kids. Mm -mm. Um, since you just did two, I'll give another one is... Let's see. Um, 
<laughs> I have a random one for my mom. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. Oh, there's something about like sandals. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember as I say this. I just remember it's sandals. Um. Gosh, what was it about sandals? I can fill in the blank if you like. Sure. It's not about sandals. Well, um, so my, I have like a whole slew, like a football team of nieces and nephews. And um, some of them have like been slow to walk. Mm. Um, and my mom thinks, cause she's kept almost all of them like at some point during their baby years. Cause she's just, she's grandma or great grandma and they love her. And you know, so she's gets, thankfully gets, is around to spend a lot of time with them. But this most recent one, my great niece, my mom thought she was slow to walk. And so she's like, I had to sweep her feet and then like swing her out the door 10 times and she'll walk in the next two days. (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you it worked though, (laughs) she swept her feet twice. Oh my goodness. Now, I don't know if this is with her hand or with a broom. And then she like flung her legs, like she like flung her out the door 10 times. Um, and if I, if I tell you this baby was walking in two days, she was walking in two days. (laughs) It was so weird. And I told my mom, like, don't be saying that. She'd be pissed if she heard this. Um, but she'd be like, don't be telling nobody that. That's one of those, you don't need to know where it comes from. Just know that it works. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin with that. Do you sweep away? I don't even know what you're sweeping away, but it works. It has worked for more than one of them. So I have no idea what that is, but you just got to sweep the feet two times and then sweep them out the door ten. Mm. Random. Wow. Well, I wonder too, like, because we talked about this in the last episode about the speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, if you believe it in it that much, yeah. it just happens without, without logic needing to, you know? Yeah. I have no idea. Because it's the same thing as, you know, prayer, you know? It's just speaking in a different way. It's speaking in terms of rituals. Um, actually this, I should mention this and I'll link this in the episode description, but, uh, Hidden Brain did Mm. an episode on religion and I'm so glad I listened to it right after I had this, my own kind of reconciliation with, um, religion in my past, but it, a small part of it was talking about rituals and it said the same thing. It wasn't talking about superstitions, but rituals passed on in religion because, in a way, it was actually used as a way to, uh, let's say, mitigate um, uh, children. So, like, there's a lot of ones, a lot of, like, rituals that are, that were pr- made in the times to prevent people from having a lot of kids. Okay. And then there were, there were rituals that actually gave a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, you know how, like, there are these, like, random laws in the Old Testament that like make no sense but some people choose to like use it as a either weapon or like for some reason they still follow it like don't eat you know the bones from this type of animal because blah 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 when at the time when the old testament was written that was actually probably used because people were dying from Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. and obviously it's a historical text so people aren't going to you know eliminate it from the scripture but i thought that was really interesting in terms of um, some people will choose whether they not they, whether or not they make sense because it's just their own way of having faith in something, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Just faith, putting it out there, and then they get a blessing. Yeah, and I think that 
that is one thing that um, black folks or black identified folks, like they hold on to that, like that faith that like, if this has been the result after this, whatever quote unquote superstitious thing has happened, um, then why would I mess with it? Why would I right. take the chance? Like if this has always worked, I'm just going to let it keep working. I'm not going to test it because I don't know what's going to come as a, as a result. So. Yeah. Um, do you have another one? Um, I'm so, I can't believe my mom would be so salty if I, um, uh, if she knew that I had shared that one that she talked about, but she'll be fine. She doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> She's a flip phone. So. Gotcha. Um, so I guess just to kind of wrap things up with this topic, cause I thought it was a fun one is, so the reason why it came up, I had brunch with. Um, some good friends of mine, we were doing our own version of Super Soul Sunday. Did a little fitness, then got some good food. And superstitions came up just naturally with black folk, right? And um, a lot of them were saying how they still do them. But I want to know if you had children, would you... you stop any superstitions or naturally like... Like, how would you pass them down? Um, I'd probably just tell them they're gonna know. Yeah. Um, because I think there's to some degree my whole family has like each one ones that we've connected to, and then you just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, well, and I think there's a lot that people that kids learn, or they like they use them as like mean things against each other, like don't step on this crack if you break your mama's back or whatever. Yeah. So I think they're inherently going to do that, number one, because kids aren't always the brightest things in the world. I mean, they're really, like, gullible and can be believable of those things. But right, right. Um, I still, I would want my kids to have some level of faith in something. And if this is how they kind of can conceptualize the idea of faith, um, then so long as it's not something harmful or, like, absolutely ridiculous that would never be, then... Yeah, I think I'll probably just I'll probably just say it. I'd imagine a bit in a joking way at the beginning and see if they kind of catch on to it, mm-hmm. and then maybe develop our own. I can see it being something fun where we develop our own little superstitions together. Yeah. And then it's kind of like our inside thing. Yeah, I like that. I think for me, just you know, just even along the lines of being first generation, non, and then also just non, you know, going into a non-hetero traditional relationship mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them would be lost I'm just like a very practical person um, and a lot of these superstitions are in my head I don't think I would ever say them out loud or, but maybe my kids I don't want kids but maybe my kids would see, <laughs> see them through more of my actions versus maybe there are things that I just do that they pick up on right And well if you have kids I will be passing some to them and you won't have a choice Okay. That'll be our little secret that you won't need to know about. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> Thanks for intruding on my fictitious kids. That's lives. fine. Um, because <laughs> I'm that auntie that will be like... Oh, so you're going to be an auntie to them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all these nieces and nephews that I have, I have like low-key upwards of like 13 or 14. So well, I think that's very adorable. I have my own little secrets with each of them, you know. You're my little secret. Okay, not like, that. <laughs> not like no, that. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I was just thinking of, anyways. Yeah, so the, um, <laughs> you gotta have those, those little fun connection right. moments and whatnot. And yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for joining me on that fun little ride on superstitions. And I'll post the link to that Essence article. It actually goes into 
more deep, like, actual origins of mm-hmm. some really common ones, such as the Black Eyed Peas. So, um, we are going to take a break, and we'll be right back. for this segment we're gonna play a game and finally got a game it's gonna be quick too but remember you can send us games to get to know us or send us questions at headbosspodcast at gmail.com yeah don't be afraid just send the shit come on all right if that (laughs) wasn't assertive enough okay this is this or that you you, i'm gonna tell you where it's from after i read it okay okay it's not even a deep this or that. Um, you're going to be like, damn, you're boring when I tell you where it's from. Okay, so this or that. Ready? Mm-hmm. Books or movies? Movies. Beach or mountains? Beach. Vanilla or chocolate? Vanilla. Cake or ice cream? Cake. Ooh, okay. I, had to, I was taken aback for a moment. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Pencil or pen? Pen. Yoga or running? Yoga. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't say neither. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beer or wine? Wine. Takeout or cooking? Takeout. Okay. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the boring me who follows Reader's Digest on Instagram. So does that say something about me? When I... No, it's literally just the... Oh, you just read it. Okay. Can I read it to you? Yes. Okay. Um, I love me some Reader's Digest. Such good information. And it really kind of makes me feel like a 60-year-old like yes. white man, but... I, I, I thought it was a woman's thing, Reader's Digest. It's pretty, um, it perhaps is gender neutral. So. Okay. But it's white. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Books or movies? Movies. Beach or mountains? I'm going to say mountains. Vanilla chocolate? Vanilla. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Always ice cream. Okay, so gotta judge me. Always ice cream. Facebook or Instagram? I'm going to say Instagram. Pencil or pen? Pen. Yoga or running? Running. Obviously. Uh, Coffee yes. or tea. You tea. can't say water. <laughs> I'm gonna, if I have to choose, I'm going to choose tea. Beer or wine? Ooh, wine. Hmm. Takeout or cooking? Cooking. Obviously. I much prefer the cooking. Like, yeah, oh, you're a good cook. Uh, oh, thanks. I'd rather have stuff at home. So, there's that. All right, so if you have any games, right? I was like, I can buy another one. As we like go back to our phones, um, email us at headbosspodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back. bitch and bitch ass boss of the week and i'm gonna go first so um we're gonna have some very up-to-date bosses because this episode is gonna be posted tomorrow which is today um first it goes to tyler mitchell so if you don't know him get to know him because he is highly endorsed by beyonce 
Anna Wintour and Vogue all at the same time. So today, um, Monday, uh, Beyonce came out with um, an actually anticipated cover of uh, the September issue of Vogue. We knew it was coming. Um, but the reason why this was a big deal was that it's most likely Anna Wintour's last cover before she retires, which is a fucking huge deal. Like, like girl, how long has she been in the business for Vogue? I don't even know what like, you're talking about, but okay. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm going to be by myself in this one. No, I know the cover and I've read most of the articles. But like, you like, don't her know her career or, Mm-mm. okay. Anyways. I know her name. So Beyonce has definitely graced the cover of Vogue before, but the fact that she might be it is like a huge deal. Like it under the management of Anna Wintour. Um, oops. Um, <sighs> sorry. That should have been <laughs> silence. Extra. Uh, but uh, what was great was that in the article that uh, Beyonce released, she talked about, oh, gosh, and this, uh, this, this, okay, this is also a bitch too, because I'm glad she motherfucking explained what she do, why she does what she does. So first of all, praise to Tyler Mitchell being handpicked a 23-year-old. You're worked up right now. Yeah. Black photographer. Um, the first black photographer of American Vogue since, I mean, how, ever. ever. It's been sure around it since the early 1900s. You, I barely know who Anna Wintour is, so you want okay. me to know Ooh, how long the magazine Don't tell the gays that. But that is, oh my gosh, phenomenal. And 23. 23. He has barely left college, you know? And I'm just so happy. And Beyonce has always been one where she hand-selects her people. And I'm, go- I'm going to say that I used to be of the mindset with the masses of there's this concept of Beyonce stealing stuff from people and never giving them credit. And she has 50 million people on one song. I roll up my sleeves. Now this goes to the bitch, to all of you. Who had the nerve to just criticize her on this aspect. And I'm going to wait till you get to your part of your life to realize that it always takes a village to advance to the next step. If you're going to be a master of the master of the masters when it comes to artistry and creating creating new things, Beyonce is doing two things. One, she knows that she can't come up with all that creativity by herself. And who can? It's not, it's, you cannot sustain life being the only creator of your own material. Something has to come from somewhere. It takes a fucking village. Gaze, you know what that means. And the second thing is she understands that she wouldn't be where she's at without a Whitney Houston, without, um, you Anita know, the Supremes, Baker, Anita Baker, Patti LaBelle, Patti LaBelle all Franklin, those people who paved, paved the way. And it takes people, it would be too selfish of Beyonce if she did not share her fame and her success and her creativity and her ideas with other people. And... What she's doing is put giving them a platform. She's not stealing their stuff. She definitely gives them credit. And if you look at every writer, music writer, dancer, choreographer, visual artist, lights, whatever, whoever's done anything for Beyonce, their career has skyrocketed. Because if you can put Beyonce on your resume, you're set for life. And she knows that. She's fine where she's at. She's happy. She's not trying. She doesn't. I mean, she has a song that is talking about nice, right? That yeah. song, nice. Fuck mm-hmm. you, fuck you. I don't need to be on the top of the Billboard charts to prove who I am. So now she's at this place where she can share it with people. Like, she not only 
what's great about this cover is that Anna Wintour said, you choose your photographer. Anna Wintour would not say that for any mother damn supermodel. <laughs> mother damn. <laughs> You're saying mother damn now. Got it. Sorry, I'm on a roll. But it's, it's just like, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> this is what happens when you drink. Mother damn. <laughs> Start using that. But yeah, I just, this is what it takes. If this, it takes a village. It, it takes all the humility and the surrendering of your ego to let other people add to your craft and to still call it your own, but to also share it with other people. Like Beyonce is showing love. It is love that she's showing her people. And if you want to stand here on the sidelines and say, oh, she's stealing this, Azealia Banks, I'm talking to you. Oh, she's stealing this, she's stealing that. Or all of you motherfuckers who don't even think she has, she's like overrated. Well, he, you are so small-minded. You are so small-minded, and I have pity for you because you're not going to get anywhere in life because you think and everything is supposed to come from the self. And if you think that's the only way of operating in your life, you're going to have a, a huge struggle. And the universe will show you that you can't do it by yourself. And the best ideas come from a team of people. So that's what Beyonce is doing, and that's what she's showing the world. And she's also paving a pathway for the next generation of black people because the best product is multiple perspectives. Mother damn. Mother damn. All right. <laughs> Woo. All right. So I didn't know I was going to go all in, but you I have still more. have a couple more, okay. but we'll, well, they'll be shorter. Brevity. Let it be our Brevity, friend. yes. So um, my other thing, uh, shout, uh, shout out to and boss to Jennifer Lopez for getting the Video Vanguard Award for the upcoming um, MTV Music Awards. Also, a bitch to y'all people who keep saying, uh, it's not J-Lo's time. It should have gone to Missy Elliott. Bitch, you think Missy Elliott is crying over this accolade? You're almost about to get kicked out of my house for trying to talk a little bit about Missy Elliott, but I'm going to let you stay but, okay, and let you finish. But let's show love because J-Lo is still, like, let her have her time. It, the sequence of when the people get awards is irrelevant. Don't take away from her time. I know you have criticisms, but... Missy Elliott has a ton to show for. She has so much to show for. And the MTV Music Awards is not like the greatest whatever award that she can get. She's fine. And she's still creating music. And she's still paving the way. She's still ahead of her time, as Kid Fury would say. So, <laughs> J-Lo, boss to you. People of the world, bitch to you for taking away from J-Lo. Because also, Latina woman, how many Latina women get recognized, um, you know? So anyways, Shamina's rolling her eyes. But I need to support my brown people too, okay? Um, and then my last oh, boss. Oh, heavens. Let it be one's last. <laughs> Mother I, damn. I hope it's fun. Goes to Sierra for the Level Up video. I'm a huge fan. I know some people are not a fan of the song because it's like so basic. Whatever, y'all. Choose to hate. I'm going to choose love and, you know, pulling something positive from music rather than rather than criticizing all the time. Basically, Sierra's having a good time. She wanted to put out a song. She's having her level up moment. She's on top of the world. And I support that because I'm on top of the world too. And level up, it's just a positive song. How can you hate it? It's just like pushing people to be their best. The music video is awesome. Um, and I have to shout out to the dance team um, called Paris from Australia. They were the same dancers in Justin Bieber's Sorry video. Do you remember that one? No. 
But also, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Blank look. I'm but like, I also have to say, bitch to the people. There was an article where they criticized Sierra for not having a black dancer in the group. Well, if people watched, there was a black dancer in the group. But two, even if there wasn't, why does that matter? I don't know. It doesn't. Why? Why does it matter? Why do you always have to be offended? Why do you always have to choose something to be offended? I'm going to post a link to an Instagram video that Leslie Jones posted about the point of comedy, but also you cannot sustain your life by being mad all the time, black people. Just let it be. It's not only black people, so just be fair. I saw the clip of what she said. I was like, like... Like, I mean, she was speaking from the terms of comedy. Just laugh, because that's the whole point. But even this, like, how many times are you going to be mad on October 31st, Halloween, that someone dressed up as this? What is that going to do just to be mad? It's not going to do motherfucking anything. Nothing. Just be mad. You're looking at it like it's it's a (laughs) camera. I'm like, it is a mic. I just have things to say. It is... If you fought the fight, be fine with that. You know it's going to happen every year. You know there's going to be something wrong. But if you're going to lead your life by having this pair of glasses that's only to focus on what's fucked up on the world, you're going to drive yourself insane. So anyways, shout out to Sierra. Bitch to everybody else. Okay, I'm done. Alrighty, then I I will be brief amongst us. Um, so. Stop living in the past. Um, so I will echo the boss to Beyonce. Uh, photos are gorgeous. That story. Ooh, I couldn't even read the whole thing. Cause I was like, she's been through a lot. Um, and people keep trying to play with this bullshit. So shout out to Beyonce for doing all the things that they, that nobody expects her, expects her to do, but then loving it when she does it. Um, I'm going to, this is going to be a super random shout out. So um, this is to, if you follow Serena Williams on Instagram, um, her daughter has a doll, a baby doll, um, named Kwe Kwe. And it is so funny because she, Serena Williams gives, uh, Kwe Kwe a voice and kind of like a mental commentary, um, when her daughter Olympia is like tossing her around or looking her in the face. It is so cute. It's really random, but it's very cute the way that Olympia treats the doll. I mean, she's kind of mean to her and like throws her down, but she's, you know, Olympia's a baby and this it's a doll. Um, but she often refers to Kwe Kwe, which cracks me up. So that's a super random aside. Um, also shout out to Rihanna, who was on, I think the British, uh, the cover of British Vogue, if you will. The Britons love her. She's um, really popular in the UK. I think that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah, British Vogue. Um, So she's in the cover of that. So let's not forget that we have two amazingly gorgeous black women gracing the cover of September's Vogue issue, both the, what is this, the U.S. version and the British version. So they both are flawless. They both are similarly themed in terms of this flower uh, accoutrement on on the head, the headdress, if you will, um, or head wrap. I don't know. It's a bunch of flowers. So... I don't want to not give a big ups and head boss to Rihanna as well. Um, and then finally, um, both a head boss and a head bitch. Um, so it, with the Drake's in your in my feelings video, so mm-hmm. he filmed that in 
New Orleans. And CC, so. can you love me? And then, is it CC Kiki? No, Kiki. Kiki. Wow, if I could have my moment back, thanks. (laughs) Um, And it has recently surfaced that Big Frida had to call Drake um, to ask to be put in like the the world's seemingly shortest cameo in his video. Um, And so first, I do want to give a shout out and a head boss to Big Frida for being like, you're in my town. I'm going to go ahead and be in the video. So let me do what I have to do to advocate for myself and to create a level of visibility for LGBT, queer-identified folks. Um, but bitch to Drake. Like, who doesn't know that Big Frida is the queen of bounce? Like, who doesn't know that? Who goes to New Orleans and doesn't think, like, I have to get Big Frida in my shit or it's not going to pop off like it should? So, um, bitch to Drake. I'm not even a Drake fan, so I'm, like, indifferent on it. Um, and this song, it's 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 decent. It's a, It can be a little annoying because people are overplaying it. But um, I just wish that people would give Big Frida the respect that she deserves. Like, the queen of, like, you wouldn't know what it was. Um, and low-key her, the, um, she's got a reality special on, I forget which channel it's on. It's, um, uh, it's on, oh. It's like know. on a, it's not on like a, I don't but you have, can catch all the seasons on Hulu. Okay, so it's yeah. on Hulu. I think I, I think that's where I've seen it. Um, it's a weird channel. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but that shit is hilarious. It is so funny. Um, so I can't even remember what it's called, but look up Big Frida. It's the guts, and you will have the time of your life watching it. Um, and just see a very different perspective of um, life in the South and, like, bounce music and how that happens and the ups and downs of that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that is all of mine. I think I'll save my kind of inspirational one for the next episode. Because I have a bit of a rant slash read, but I will save it because it is timeless. So, yeah. So that ends our episode of the week. You can catch us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, as well as Google Podcasts, the new app. And we are on social media. We are pretty active. Like, follow us, interact with us. Um, I'm on the Facebooks and uh, uh, Shimia's on the Twitters and we both share the Instagrams together so you'll be talking to one of us don't you worry and um, review us iTunes is the best place to review us but you can also comment and leave things on the other platforms I think SoundCloud would be the second best place to leave commentary so the reviews are super super important for us to use it as momentum to uh, go where the universe takes us so please participate and be part of the universe. Also, uh, we want to make sure that... Actually, I think that's all that I have to say. Okay. Of course, one more thing. I was like, there's more. Uh, So, we'll be back in two weeks. Peace out. Bye.